0: February 17th, Seven Founders of the Order of Servites Seven men, born at Florence, began a life on Montesanario with a particular veneration of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Later, they preached throughout Tuscany and founded the Order of Servites of the Blessed Virgin Mary, approved by the Holy See in 1304. Alexis Falconieri, one of the seven, died on this day in 1310. God come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. For all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thou wast their rock, their fortress, and their might. Thou, Lord, their captain in the well-fought fight. Thou in the darkness drear the one true light. Alleluia, Alleluia. O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Alleluia, Alleluia. But lo, there breaks a yet more glorious day, the saints' triumphant rise in bright array. The King of glory passes on his way. Alleluia, Alleluia. He asked to share your life, O Lord, and you have heard his prayer You have clothed him with glory and great beauty. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the king. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The King has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. He asked to share your life, O Lord. And you have heard his prayer. You have clothed him with glory and great beauty. The path of the just is like the passage of the dawn. It grows from first light to the full splendor of day. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The path of the just is like the passage of the dawn. It grows from first light to the full splendor of day. The just man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes look in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The just man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. The Lord led this holy man along a sure path, He showed him the kingdom of God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Those things I used to consider gain, I have now reappraised as loss in the light of Christ. I have come to rate all as loss in the light of the surpassing knowledge of my Lord Jesus Christ. For his sake I have forfeited everything. I have accounted all else rubbish, so that Christ may be my wealth and I may be in him, not having any justice of my own, based on observance of the law. The justice I possess is that which comes through faith in Christ. It has its origin in God and is based on faith. I wish to know Christ and the power flowing from his resurrection, likewise to know how to share in his sufferings by being formed into the pattern of his death. Thus do I hope that I may arrive at resurrection from the dead. It is not that I have reached it yet or have already finished my course, But I am racing to grasp the prize if possible, since I have been grasped by Christ Jesus. Brothers, I do not think of myself as having reached the finish line. I give no thought to what lies behind, but push on to what is ahead. My entire attention is on the finish line as I run toward the prize to which God calls me, life on high in Christ Jesus. All of us who are spiritually mature must have this attitude. If you see it another way, God will clarify the difficulty for you. It is important that we continue on our course, no matter what stage we have reached. Be imitators of me, my brothers. Take as your guide those who follow the example that we set. Unfortunately, many go about in a way which shows them to be enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often said this to you before. This time I say it with tears. Such as these will end in disaster. Their God is their belly and their glory is in their shame. I am talking about those who are set upon the things of this world. As you well know, we have our citizenship in heaven. It is from there that we eagerly await the coming of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will give a new form to this lowly body of ours, and remake it according to the pattern of his glorified body, by his power to subject everything to himself. For these reasons, my brothers, you whom I so love and long for, You who are my joy and my crown, continue, my dear ones, to stand firm in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Everyone should see how unselfish you are. The Lord is near. Dismiss all anxiety from your minds. Present your needs to God in every form of prayer and in petitions full of gratitude. Then God's own peace, which is beyond all understanding, will stand guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, my brothers, your thoughts should be wholly directed to all that is true, all that deserves respect, all that is honest, pure, admirable, decent, virtuous, or worthy of praise. Live according to what you have learned and accepted, what you have heard me say and seen me do. Then will the God of peace be with you. The Word of the Lord Be dressed and ready, with lamps alight in your hands. You must be like men awaiting the return of their master from the wedding feast. Stay awake, for you do not know at what hour your Lord will come. You must be like men awaiting the return of their master from the wedding feast. A reading from an account of the origin of the Servite order. There were seven men worthy of all our praise and veneration, whom Our Lady brought into one community to form this in order of hers and of her servants. They were like seven stars joined together to form a constellation. When I entered this order, I found only one of the seven still alive, Brother Alexis, whom Our Lady was pleased to preserve from death down to our own time, so that we might listen to his account of the founding of the order. As I saw myself and observed it hand, Brother Alexis led so good a life that all who met him were moved by the force of his example. Moreover, He was a living testimony to that special kind of religious perfection characteristic of that first community. But where did these men stand before they formed their own community? Let us consider this in four respects. First, as regards the church, some of them had never married, having vowed themselves to perpetual celibacy. Some were married men at the time, some had lost their wives after marriage, and now were widowers. Second, regarding their status in the city of Florence, They belonged to the merchant class and engaged in buying and selling the goods of this world. But once they found the pearl of great price, our order, they not only gave all they had to the poor, but cheerfully offered themselves to God and Our Lady in true and loyal service. Third, concerning their devotion and reverence to Our Lady. In Florence, there was an ancient guild dedicated to the Blessed Virgin. Because of its age and the number and holiness of its members, both men and women the guild had acquired a title of preeminence and was called the Major Guild of Our Blessed Lady. These seven men were devoted to Our Lady and belonged to this guild before they established their own community. Fourth, as for their spiritual perfection, they loved God above all things and dedicated their whole lives to Him by honoring Him in their every thought, word, and deed. But when by God's inspiration and the special urging of Our Lady They had firmly resolved to form a community together, they set in order everything that concerned their homes and families, left to their families what they needed, and gave all the rest to the poor. Then they sought the advice of virtuous men of good judgment, and described their plans to them. They climbed the heights of Monte Scenario, and built on its summit a little house that would suit their purpose, and there they lived in common. As time passed by, they began to realize that they were called not simply to sanctify themselves, but to receive others into their community, and so increased the membership of this new order Our Lady had inspired them to found. They recruited new members, some they accepted, and thus established our present order. In the beginning, Our Lady was the chief architect of this new order, which was founded on the humility of its members, built up by their mutual love, and preserved by their poverty. The community of believers was of one heart, one mind. No one claimed as his own anything he possessed. All things were held in common. They took their food joyfully, in simplicity of heart. They praised God and were respected by all. No one claimed as his own anything he possessed. All things were held in common. Let us pray. Lord, fill us with the love which inspired the seven holy brothers to honor the Mother of God with special devotion and to lead your people to you. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.